Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray talk about Monday Night Raw and the epic segment between Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman. And I am all in on the road to WrestleMania when Cody faces Roman for the WWE Universal Championship. Are you? We'll talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. 
Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Bully, I know exactly what we're going to talk about this morning after what we saw on Monday Night Raw. One of the topics that we wanted to get into yesterday uh, and we didn't have the opportunity to because there was so much to talk about. We had two great guests as well. Uh, If you missed Carmelo Hayes and Wesley, go to the SXM app or obviously subscribe to the Busted Open podcast. It's free. Um, But one of the things that we were going to talk about was that you don't need the returning veteran for this year's WrestleMania. I stand by that because we're going to get into that a little bit because I think it's reflective of what we saw last night on Monday Night Raw. And we'll get into the main event and what happened after that main event a little bit later because to me that is not nearly the top story after what we saw last night. It's the segment between Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman from last night, Bully. And um, I'll say it right off the bat, that might have been one of the best segments that I have ever seen on Monday Night Raw. And you know how I love my laminated lists. I know you don't want to put top 10 promos, top 10 segments, top 10 moments on Raw. That segment from last night would find itself on one, if not all of those lists. I can't remember a segment like I saw last night, Bully, on Raw, that put me on such of an emotional roller coaster like that segment did. And you and I have talked about a lot about what is the story leading to WrestleMania? When will that story start? You know, when will they start telling it and how will they start telling it? Well, I believe that Paul Heyman... Bully answered all of those questions last night. Last night after that segment was over, I took to social media and I tweeted gold effing gold. But Mm -hmm. dot, dot, dot. And everybody wants to know what the but is. And I'll be more than happy to tell you what it is. But I ain't going to tell you right now. Because what I want to do this morning is listen to what you have to say. Listen to what the nation has to say. I'm really interested in hearing the feedback. I know that the majority of the feedback that we're going to get this morning is going to be ultra positive. That's fine. I want to hear it all. I want to hear good, honest to goodness, genuine feedback on that promo segment last night. 
I put up a poll. Nine percent of the people went thumbs down on the show. That's not necessarily the segment. But there were a couple of people who chimed in and went, eh, it was okay. And I, and I was blown away by hearing anybody say it was just okay. I'm going to lay out for a little while. I, I might even go as far to say I'd like to hear everybody else's uh, opinion on the show this morning. So you said it was one of the greatest things that you'd ever heard, right? Yeah. One of the greatest promos, one of the greatest this, that. For, are, are you on board with me holding off on my opinion? Yeah, I think that's fine because... I have a feeling I know what the butt means, but I'm not a hundred percent sure what the butt means. And if the butt, I the butt means a lot, Dave. <laughs> it really does. The butt means a lot. Yeah. Um and if I think I know where it's going, I might even have to come back at you a little bit on that butt. But again, I don't know exactly what you're gonna say when it comes to that butt. We're using that word a lot this morning. Uh, and it's a big butt and I like big butts and I cannot lie. Um, I, in this chess game that me and you are going to play this morning, I can almost guarantee you don't know what my butt is. Okay. And that's fine. And you know what? I'm glad that you're going to hold off on it. But what I don't want from the nation is to try to guess what that butt is. No, because because I really it's really about what you were feeling when you were seeing and hearing what you saw last night on Monday Night Raw. And it's funny, bully, because everybody looks at it completely different. I I always say to you that my wife, Violetta, is new to the world of pro wrestling, never watched the match, never watched the moment before she met me. When that promo was over last night, she got off her chair and she said, "That's that was disgusting. And she left the room. She goes, that was disgusting. Wow. Yes. And then, and, you know, I was like fascinated by can that. We get Violet, can we get Violetta on? I'd really love to hear, like, why she said Unfortunately, no. She works for a living. Oh. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's got to pay the bills. Um, but... She was really upset by what she heard. And it's funny because the same thing that disgusted her bully got me excited. Like if if they if the opportunity presented itself to buy a ticket to WrestleMania, if somebody came up to me and said, here's a ticket to WrestleMania, it's such and such amount of dollars, I would have pulled out my wallet and paid for it right there. That's the type of segment, that's the type of TV, uh, old school-wise, that would fill an arena where people would buy a ticket to see. That's what I believe. Because, Bully, it goes back to something that you always mention about when is pro wrestling at its best. When is pro wrestling at its best? When it gets personal, when it gets real. And last night's segment got personal and got real. And that is why I loved it so much last night. But why did she call it disgusting? Because it was personal and because it was real. Because it involved Cody's father. Because it involved Cody's brother. Because of what Paul Heyman said before he dropped that mic last night about Roman Reigns. Like, think about it. We look at it completely different. You know, when we're watching wrestling and you obviously bully as somebody that's been there, done that, has been a part of your creative processes you know, been a part of, you know, one of the greatest moments, if not the greatest moment in WrestleMania history. You know what that's like. 
you know, for somebody who's not a pro wrestling fan, but knows the people, you know, Violetta has met Cody on many different occasions, has met Dustin on many different occasions, has met Paul Heyman as well. Like, she looked at it completely different. And it's part of the magic of pro wrestling of why I became a fan of pro wrestling. When those lines are blurred and you really don't know what's planned, what's reality, what's truth, and what's not. But all I do know is there were a lot of truths dropped in that promo last night. Even even AEW, not by name, but AEW was mentioned in that promo last night. Gee, I wonder where that suggestion could have come from. I believe anybody that would be listening to our show yesterday probably heard a lot of those suggestions made. They went there. And to a point, Bully, that we don't usually see WWE go there. You know, we that promo was very un-WWE-like. And for me, and I'm not knocking the rest of Monday Night Raw, but once that promo segment happened, Bully, I kind of forgot everything that happened before it on Raw. And I could not get emotionally invested in anything that happened after that promo segment last night. And I'm not saying that everything before and after was bad, but that segment was so far superior than anything else that was on that three hours. I was emotionally disconnected by that show with the exception of that segment last night. Does that make sense? It it makes a lot of sense. However, I do want to give credit where credit is due to Montez Ford and Elias who had to follow that promo segment. And I thought Montez and Elias worked their ass off and did as good of a job as they possibly could. And when Montez hit his splash off the top rope, they had the people once he got the one, two, three. So I just want to, that is a very, very, difficult spot to be in that's that you know follow that spot that's like when you come back through the through the curtain at gorilla position you look at the people who are about to go out next and you go follow that yeah it's it's almost impossible but the 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 round of applause to elias and to to montez this morning you're right about to head no, and, and you know what? It even followed to the main event last night because I thought for the most part the crowd was dead during that cage. Now, here's a cage match that people are up in arms, including myself, that didn't happen a couple weeks ago on Raw 30, right? We were very upset about that. We wanted to see that match. People wanted to see it. It was made last week, and we got to see it last night. For the most part, that Orlando crowd was dead during that match until... We, we saw Lita at the end, and then the crowd got up and got excited. Um, and speaking of the crowd, Bully, and I mentioned this to you, I texted it to you after that segment last night, is the crowd reaction once that segment was over. I went back and watched it again this morning. It's funny how that crowd was during that Cody-Paul Heyman segment. I actually said, I, I, can't ju- I can't fully describe this on the air, but... People were listening to that promo, like, you know, like with their, like really studying it, like really intent, like leaning in, listening to what Cody and Paul Heyman had to say. And it was almost like a Broadway performance. When the segment was over, you actually see like everybody in that arena almost in unison stand up 
and start to applaud. How about during the promo when Cody is putting Heyman over? People are actually giving Heyman polite applause. Yes. For what he did for Dusty and what he's meant to, you know, Cody and the family and this, this, and that. Every last bit of that promo from the from the minute that Paul comes out, I'll just go. I'll, I'll just say was so intriguing. You were hanging on every last word. What are they going to say next? And you know why you can't write stuff like that, Dave? Why? Because it's real. Yeah. Allow me to, you know, to back up everything that was said in that ring. Now, it was real. It even resonated. You know, I saw Tommy go on social media and put out a, a video of him and Dusty. And, you know, the, the night I think that was the night that Dusty came back, whatever. Uh, obviously, it resonated with him because, you know, you know Dusty and, and Dreamer were tagging. It resonated with me because I didn't find out until years later from Paul that it wasn't going it, to, it, it would have been the Dudleys in there with Dreamer and Dusty, which would have been my only opportunity to ever be in a ring with Dusty Rhodes. So it, it resonated with me on a personal and professional level, but everything that they said was legitimate. That phone call was made. Dusty and his family were, were not doing well financially. So I just want to back up to, to our listeners who might not know. That's not a promo. That's real. They're just telling you a story of what happened in their life. We got to sit in on two guys talking to each other that haven't seen each other in a long time or haven't talked in a long time who, listen, I got it in for you and you got it in for me. And my guy is going to beat you at WrestleMania and you're going to try to beat my guy. But before we go there and we play this pro wrestling mental chess game, I feel the need to show you a little respect and put you over in which Cody does the same thing back. That stuff is, that is what professional wrestling should be. I have always talked about how put cameras in the faces of the wrestlers and ask them their most personal stories. Tell me why you don't like this person. Give me something behind the scenes or something that happened 15 years ago with that person. Tell me your real stories. And then we can take those real stories and go from there because I know what's a canned storyline. Now nobody gives a shit about canned storylines anymore. How many times, how long were Heyman and Cody out there for last night? 20 minutes? I, you know what? Bully, it was so good that I, 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 I can't even put a clock on it, a time on it. I don't know how long that segment was. How many what chance did they get? Zero. Okay, there you go. That's how intrigued it was. Because normally when somebody's out there for a long time talking, the what birds come out. Nothing. People were on the edge of their seat. What are they going to say next? Good. Keep going. Cody made it real. And it kind of reminded me it's completely different, Bully, but I think you'll know where I'm going. When AEW first started, before Dynamite had its first episode, uh, they were building up towards the match between Cody and his brother Dustin. 
and Cody put out a promo on YouTube where he talked about his brother and his relationship with his brother. And then it also morphed into like the new era of pro wrestling and the attitude era of pro wrestling and how he just kind of wanted to, you know, put that bullet in the back of Dustin's head, not just for his brother and his career, but for that attitude era that everybody of this generation has to look up to. That's always the measuring stick is the attitude era. Do you remember that promo? Yes. It was amazing. And it was personal and it was believable. And it really sold to me that first ever AEW pay-per-view double or nothing. And again, that was before Dynamite actually started. So that was only on social media and YouTube. Cody knows how to get real. He did last night. There were tears streaming down Cody's face. His face was wet, not from sweat, but from tears. And we saw some emotion from Paul Heyman that you usually don't see from Paul Heyman. It's impossible for those two men not to get emotional when they're talking about the person that they were talking about, Dusty Rhodes. NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who play for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I almost feel like this should be this way all the time in the world of the WWE. You know, getting real, having personal issues. But not just that. You have Roman Reigns, who's your WWE Universal Champion. He's your one champion of your company. There probably should be a storyline on Raw and on SmackDown. I mean, right now we have a story on SmackDown with... With the bloodline and Jay Uso and where is Jay Uso with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and that's playing out on SmackDown on Fridays and then obviously with Cody winning the Royal Rumble the story of what's going to happen at the main event of WrestleMania I kind of like the fact that Roman is involved in two different storylines on two different shows. Uh, this is the reason why I want one World Heavyweight Champion. Okay, so. I believe when the world heavyweight champion is involved in two separate storylines, it makes him even that more important. It shows how many people are gunning for him, how being at the top of the mountain means so much, not one guy going for one world champion, another guy going for another world championships. And why do we have two world championships? Well, we have a red one and a blue one because one is raw and one is SmackDown and Fox wants one and USA wants one. And we want to play nice with everybody. Bullshit. I hate that. Who's my real world heavyweight champion? Who is truly the best in, 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 in the world of professional wrestling and sports entertainment? When I grew up, it was Hulk Hogan in the WWF and Ric Flair in the NWA and Nick Bockwinkle in the AWA, so on and so on. I don't want two champions. This is the right way. Cody Rhodes, the, 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 his, his entire story of uh, leaving and then AEW and then coming back at WrestleMania and Seth Rollins in the peck, all of this story of winning, winning the Rumble, what a story, a, a real story. And now he has earned, if anybody has earned that 
opportunity to face Roman, the top dog. It is Cody. And then who do we have over here? This kid named Sammy. This kid who's done nothing more than been a mid-carter his entire WWE career. Kid with so much talent. Kid who has done the most with everything that they have ever handed him. A guy who has taken chicken shit at times and turned it into chicken salad. And one day, they start chanting his name. One day, the bloodline is standing in the ring, but they're chanting for this Sammy kid. This guy's getting over. This guy's getting over the old school way. The people want to see this guy beat Roman. Look at the look at what we now have. Look, look at how incredible this is. We haven't seen this in the WWE or pro wrestling in a long time. Two storylines like this, very, very real, especially to the fans, coming together, coming to a head to the point where people are still 50-50, despite the fact that Cody has earned the shot. There's a significant, a significant amount of fans out there who want Sammy to get the shot. What was the old uh, the, the TV show, uh, Dave? There can only be one, the Highlander. Highlander. Yeah. I don't want to see Sammy win one world championship from Roman and Cody win the other. That is so fucking watered down. One of these guys should take down Roman. And if none of these guys take down Roman, I'm fine with that too. And and that's the beauty of it, Bully. If Sammy Zayn is your new WWE Universal Champion, wow, what a story that is. What's going to be the story moving forward? If it's Cody, wow, what a story going in. What's going to be the story after? If Roman retains after Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania, oh my God, this is one of the greatest WWE wrestlers of all time. And the beauty of it too, Bully, is this. We're not talking, oh, SmackDown's the A show, Raw's the B show, is Raw the A show? No, they're both your A shows. Why? Because you have this amazing story on Monday that revolves around your world championship, and you have amazing story on Friday that revolves around your world championship. This is the way it should be all the time. Now listen, not every story is going to be as great as the one that we're seeing played out now on Mondays and Fridays, but you know, you get where I'm coming from, bully. This is the way it should be. This should be your blueprint moving forward. There was a um a, a 2-minute video on social media the other day of I think it was Steamboat and and Bret Hart from a house show in Boston. I think Taz had put it out there on social. Somebody put it out there on social media, and a bunch of us were commenting on it. And I said, "This is the way it should be." And you know, a couple of people struggled. Said, "Oh, you know, these old timers—they think they're so right of uh, uh, talking about the way wrestling should be." I'm talking about the way they execute their art form in the ring, and where everything looks like a fight, and everything is a struggle, and not just a choreographed trapeze act. That's the way it should look, and that's the way it should be. That's what this business was built on. Conversely, 
what we saw last night from Cody and and Heyman. It should be like that. It always should be that personal. And what wrestlers should aspire to do when they don't have a story at their disposal, like a Cody and a Heyman have, you have to own it and make it your own as if it was a personal story and say your and say what you have to say with the type of conviction that they were saying it last night. When you have great storytelling and great characters involved in the storytelling, the culmination is something incredible. And that's where the big money is going to be made. When was the last time you, as an uber pro wrestling fan, whether it comes to WWE, AEW, Impact, yada, yada, your sister's ass, were this invested in a story? When? It's been, you know what? I would have to think about it. It's been a very long time. I and I mean believe- this, and I mean this bully for both these stories that are being told. Both these stories that are being told are two of the best stories that I have seen in decades in pro wrestling. And I'm going to say this. I love this story on so many levels. I love what they did last night on so many levels. Just because I believe that they might be leaning too much on Dusty or whatever, that doesn't mean I don't love the story. When I, when I say that they're leaning too much on other things, these are concerns for a performer where we're putting other people first. As Heyman even said in his promo last night, coincidentally, that this is should not be about Dusty. This should be about you and your journey, journey Cody. Despite the fact that I have concerns, doesn't mean I I don't love what I hear, love what I see. And last night, and Dave, this is going to be strong. Of everything I've ever seen Paul Heyman do, whether that was with the Dangerous Alliance back in the day, whether that was ECW, whether that was him and Brock, him and Punk, him and Roman, That was my favorite piece of business I've ever seen Paul Heyman do last night. Wow. Uh, I mean, I can't follow up on that. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports. NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. Bully, it goes back to what we started with earlier in the show, and that is realism, truth. You know, the Rhodes family was hurting financially. You know, he talked about they had $100 in the bank. He had to go back and do used car commercials from the local car dealership, not for any kind of money, but just so they wouldn't repossess the car they already had, you know, that's a lot of truth. That's a lot of realism there because when I think of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, I think of the guy in the mink coat. 
I think of the guy that came to Madison Square Garden in New York City. You know, the guy that he was the everyman. He was, in a lot of ways, the common man. But we put him on a pedestal. And to hear what they had to go through, I mean, that's as real as real can get. And then it got even more real in the fact that they were in Orlando. And Paul Heyman brought up the Performance Center and NXT and Dusty Rhodes training, you know, Bailey and Finn Balor and all these great wrestlers that we see on our TV on a Monday night, including Roman Reigns. But Cody was not in those list of names that he trained. And then the drop the mic moment, Bully, when he talks about, hey, your dad loved you. You were your dad's favorite son. But Roman Reigns was the son he wished he had. I mean, you talk about getting you to the highs of highs of emotion and then kneeing you right in the balls. That's exactly what Heyman did on Raw last night. When you think about this promo, Paul Heyman is basically telling Cody, anything that you learned in this industry was not directly from me because I was too busy being me. I was too busy being the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, to truly sit you down and teach you the professional wrestling business. You picked up bits and pieces and scraps as we moved along as a family. However, I taught all of those kids at the Performance Center everything I know. I took interest in them. I took my time with them. I sat down with them. I put my hand on their shoulder. I spoke to them with a kind voice and and, and talked them up when they needed some extra, extra inspiration. But you as my son, Cody, I never did that for you. Imagine walking around for the rest of your life as Cody Rhodes, knowing that your dad never directly passed down that knowledge to you. That's some heavy duty stuff to hear. Yep. Because it's real. There there is one person out there that I would love to hear from today. You know who that is? Who? Dustin. Because in many ways, Dustin had it harder than Cody. And I hope some way, somehow, other than just reading what Dustin has to say on social media, Dustin Rhodes can become a part of this story in some way, shape, or form. Because we forget that before Cody, the chosen one, there was Dustin, who I think can add a layer to this story, unlike anybody else. That's just my opinion. Well, is it going to happen? I don't know. That would require the WWE and AEW to actually do business for a second together. That's why that promo works so much, Dave. That's why that promo hits home. Imagine you had to hear the truth in front of 20,000 people and millions at home that your dad never had time for you, but he had time for everybody else. 
it kind of hits home because I bet you there's a lot of people out there who go through that themselves, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very relatable story to a lot of people, probably a lot of people in that arena last night. You know, my dad, who I loved to death, no longer with us, was a, a great, great man. He he was really good with his hands at building things. And I was always by his side when he built something, but he never taught me how to build anything. Never really showed me. But if but if but if he had to show somebody else had to do it, he would say, "Okay, you take the nail and you put it like this and then you take the hammer. And I'd be wondering myself like, well, damn, dad, why can't you teach me like that? Sometimes it's just a tough love thing. But when I heard Paul saying these things to Cody, I kind of had like little flashbacks to my childhood. That's why this stuff works so well. And when it's done properly, will elicit emotions in people that they did not know they had, and they suspend your disbelief. You forget what you're watching on that television is fighting opera and sports entertainment. And and Bully, the two stories that are being told, and we bring up both those stories because they involve Roman Reigns. You have the one story with Sami Zayn where it's the underdog, like you said, out of nowhere. Here comes this guy from obscurity to now challenging Roman Reigns for that WWE Universal Championship. And everybody's behind Sami because everybody gets behind the underdog. You don't believe it could actually happen until it actually happens. And it's a wonderful story. And it's a beautiful story in the world of pro wrestling. And then you have this other story involving Roman Reigns which isn't about an underdog. I mean, Cody is as far away from an underdog as you can possibly can imagine. But it got real. And it's about, like you said, where people are watching and listening and saying, man, I can relate to this story. I can relate to what Cody is saying. I can relate to what Paul Heyman is saying. Like, two completely different stories, but both involving your WWE World Universal Champion. And tomorrow when you have Tommy on, Tommy will be able to bring you behind the curtain even more of when that phone call to Dusty happened. He might even be able to tell you in depth about the phone call. He'll be able to tell you what it was like to see Dusty the the, the second that Dusty walked into the arena that day for ECW. He'll be able to tell you about Dusty's self-doubt because Dusty was very down on himself during that time. And if and and if you and if you take a look at that video that Tommy posted on social media, Dusty had gotten really heavy at the time. I'm sure he was, you know, a bit dejected mentally because well, a lot dejected mentally because of what was going on and the confidence. And let me tell you something, Dave, when you lose your confidence in a wrestling ring, it is very difficult to get it back. It's one of those things. And you'll hear like performers like, you know, rock stars say that they were afraid to get back on stage because they had lost their confidence and what it took. So Tommy will really be able to help uh, help our listeners get a better idea of what Dusty was going through during that time, most specifically that night. 
Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.